Hello, and welcome to Columboys, the podcast all about the oak-barreled, full-bodied, finely-aged world of Lieutenant Columbo. I'm Mac, and though he may not even know it himself, with me, as always, is Ben. Hey, Mac. Hey, Ben. This week, we're taking a look at Season 3, Episode 2, Any Old Port in the Storm. Good news for anyone who listened to the show but doesn't have access to the box set. This episode is available on YouTube in its entirety for free. Uh, Just search Any Old Port in the Storm and enjoy uh, their couple other episodes up that we've already covered, including the very first series episode, Murder by the Book. Really? Available for free on YouTube. That's so exciting. Pretty great. When did that happen? Uh, It's been up there for a while. We just didn't know about it. Whoops. Well, (laughs) glad it's there now. It's there now. I get it. This episode features Donald Pleasance as a wine snob who murders his brother to prevent the sale of a family winery. Pleasance is known for his reoccurring role in the Halloween series of films as the doctor who really seems like he should get murdered but inexplicably doesn't. Mm. Pleasance Pleasance also played the World War II POW who goes blind forging documents for other prisoners in The Great Escape. But perhaps his most memorable performance was as the definitive version of James Bond's nemesis, Ernest Stavro Blofeld in You Only Live Twice. His odd performance and distinctive appearance stands out among um, um, his <laughs> odd performance and distinctive appearance stands out among the seven actors who have played the character in the Bond series. Seven actors. Seven Blofelds. Seven Blofelds. That's yeah. a lot of Blofelds. If you include the uh, the new one, the the, the very bad one. Uh, <laughs> this depiction uh, particularly was lifted almost entirely by Doctor Mike by Doctor Mike Myers by Mike Myers for Dr. Evil in the Austin Powers film series. Yep. Like the suit, the whole yep. thing. the whole nine. Uh, yep. Donald Pleasance has died, but he leaves behind him a legacy of characters both beloved and feared. Also, he died two years before Austin Powers came out, so he didn't have to deal with that, which is good for him. That's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that sounds harsh, and I don't mean it that way, but just like, it's probably okay. It would have been, like, probably would have been very strange for him to, to see. Yeah, that the best Blofeld was then like, oh, here is a complete send-up of <laughs> And me. now oh, everyone thinks and, of Dr. Evil when they... Right. Oh, they and him. also there's there's a little person version of, of me. I mean, that first yeah. movie is really good. I'll contend that that... that, that uh, yeah, there's like an event Man horizon is still really good. with Austin Powers, I feel, where it starts to make fun of itself as a movie mm-hmm. rather than the spy genre, and then it gets weird. Yeah. No, that first one's uh, solid, though. But we're not here to talk about Austin Powers. That's good. I, I don't think I haven't seen it in years. Uh, it's a good. It's a good movie. Um, but we are here to talk about this episode, which is fantastic. It's a real good one. It's really good. It's a really good one. Um, I was very, very solid excited performances, about it. solid writing, a solid premise. Yep. Probably one of the most. It's not really handled gruesomely, but probably one of like the worst deaths that a victim gets. Oh, it's like if you think about awful. what happened to the dude, it was really terrible. He was Yeah. Well he, once once you finally piece it together, because you're kind of <laughs> so you're kind of stringing along. Yeah, you uh, don't really know exactly them. what's happening until yeah. until later. But uh so, uh basic plot rundown. Uh Robert, uh Donald Pleasance is uh Adrian, Carci- Adrian. Adrian, Adrian Carcini. Carcini. He's half Italian, half English. Mm-hmm. Um, His brother is Rick Carcini. Rick Carcini, who uh, they they are both uh, joint owners of the wine. No, he is no. the the younger brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, the murder victim is the owner of the winery. The land. The land underneath. As, the as he puts it, yes. which I, I yeah, it's really unclear as far as the actual business, but. 
I think it's implied that he owns right. the business. And but uh, so in the uh, will of the father, all of the money went to Adrian, right. and all of the property went to uh, Rick. Rick or Enrico. En- Enrico, Enrico, I think Giuseppe. Oh, Giuseppe was. His I believe his I didn't write it name, down. Yes. I just was marveling at how unbelievably Italian it was. <laughs> right. Well, Columbo, uh, who uh, Columbo, the character is Italian. Right. Uh, and uh, he he doesn't think that this guy's Italian because he really doesn't look Italian. He's no. like blonde haired. He's Rick, and then it's yeah Enrico. Then, yes, yeah. Enrico Giuseppe. Uh, yeah, uh, Carcini. 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 There's a lot, right. of, lot of names. And then his response is, "You can't get more can't Italian get, than that." That's true. Um, so uh, Rick comes and says, "I'm getting married. Um, I'm going and." I'm tired of you running the business like your own personal toy. Right. Uh, using it for prestige instead of money. I'm selling it to... Which, case in point, this happens while Adrian is basically chumming up to a bunch of dudes in, like, you know, this fancy wine group. Um, yeah. I, I forgot what they called the I don't, wine. I don't remember... I, uh, even if they ever said, but but it's this group that... They do at some point, but basically... It's, it's, an, inter, it's an association of wine... Uh, snobs. Snobs. Let's be real. And they're going to give him the wine person of the year. Yeah. Whatever that Person means. of the year honor. Because so, you, you, you keep plying us with these super expensive wines that you've wasted all your money on. Yeah, point of fact, he walks out of this meeting to go talk to his brother. Well, he walks out of the meeting to get a bottle of wine that and he runs is, into his brother. right going to show off and his brother is hanging out in his uh in his office because it's a sunday and he's like uh yeah i thought you might be here right so um while the people are waiting uh his brother reveals that he's going to sell it off to what's essentially the ernest and julio gallo oh thank of this you universe thank you uh, the... i couldn't remember but uh, but I, I i was hoping you were he's gonna going pull to, that he's out. going to sell it off to it to a very cheap uh you know buck a chuck yeah uh wine yeah wine like two group. steps up from mad dog 2020 yeah um and and for a ridiculous amount of money and right. uh, just get rich and and go be married and rich and happy. right but um, it's also through this that we learn that Adrian has pissed away all of the money, basically, right. buying yeah, he, these fancy wines that then, you know, sit in the He's a snob, cellar. he's a collector, and he's also uh, running the business into the ground, essentially. Right. Or just running it, like, profitable enough to not, like, to not go under, basically, I think. Yeah, it kind of, I kind of get the impression that it's not super profitable, yeah, or I, that's what they're trying to insinuate by the idea of it's not It's not, definitely out. not as profitable as it could be. Right. There are many times when it's sort of brought up, like, why doesn't he do champagne, or why doesn't he do a more popular wine, and the reason is that... He's a snob. He's a snob. Yeah, yeah. he does, only does unpopular wines like Cabernet Sauvignon, it's like... Well, apparently that's, tastes have changed. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wait a that's minute. A pretty, that's a pretty popular yeah. wine now. Yeah, and Pinot Noir and... Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's like, hey, guys, uh, Sideways happened in between this episode. That's and, true. And now, so yeah. that did a lot. Um, And uh, so he reveals he's going to sell the... Uh, Right. Wow, my brain has shut down. I know, I watched. It was kind of amazing to see that happen in real time. Did you see the light go out of my eyes? Yeah, it just kind of went, Oh, boy. So he's going to sell the winery. Uh, Adrian reacts poorly to this and hits hits his brother in the head with a large brass something. Yes. Um, But this doesn't kill the brother. 
unlike every other Columbo where a blow immediately kills the right, person. Right, immediately murders someone and then they are, you know, bloodless and right, right. right. Instead I of guess, the usual. I guess is, that, uh, um, what's his face? Al from Quantum Leap didn't die immediately. That's, he was knocked out and then put, and put, then in, put the in the pool. And then put in the pool. Right, but close enough. But this guy, this guy gets it the worst because Adrian then proceeds to hog tie him, uh, hog tie him lock him in his private wine cellar mm-hmm. and turn the AC AC and humidifier off, yeah. Which is the only thing circulating air in there. Right. So this guy uh, suffocates in the room right. over the course of days being tied up. He's in there for a week before Adrian gets back. But he's dead and... within a couple of days. Right. It's still pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's awful. There's There are a couple of things about this that don't really make any sense. Um from a lot of the perspectives um if he was on his own for if he was like locked in a thing and unable to to move and all this for a couple days um especially if he was tied up with that rope that thick rope he'd have like crazy oh yeah he'd have like rope burns and and stuff like that he'd he'd very much show signs of being especially when when you consider that he uh, clearly had struggled when Adrian comes back from yes, New York. Yes, he sees the room has sort of been slightly turned over. Just really like kind of a couple of the basket, the big yeah, the, basket the wines. the basket wines. I don't were... know what those those are or, or what they do, but they're these uh, large. You've seen, it's, yeah, yeah. it's like the the basket wine, the wines you see with the wicker on them at like a Italian yeah, restaurant. I feel but like, huge. Yeah, I feel like you often see like a Chianti or something like that in yeah. that kind of basket. And so but I don't know that, what, but I don't bigger. know what it means when it's huge. Neither of us know I th- that much about wines. Yeah, we're not wine dudes. Sorry. Yeah, I don't drink at all and, and Ben... I don't drink a lot of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, the, he leaves, then he then mm-hmm. proceeds to leave on a New York trip for a week. Right. Leaves his brother-in-law locked in there for a week, mm-hmm. um, hides his car in his garage mm-hmm. so that no one will see it. Uh, then he comes back, dresses his brother in scuba gear, uh, drives him out and tosses him in the ocean. Yep. And leaves his car out there with him. So the uh, thought is that he, uh, the brother went scuba diving, he hit his head, he had an air tank, and he ran out of air, Right, and he died. Yeah. Um, now, there are a lot of problems with this, and oh, yeah. in fairness, they address most of them. Yeah, they, there are they a cover a lot of them. There are a couple that they don't address, but they definitely do cover a lot of them. For example... Uh, his stu- his autopsy shows that he hadn't eaten in two days, which is right, unusual. which is abnormal. Um, and also, yeah, there there are a couple other things. Like they kind of narrow down the day of death to you know Tuesday. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, that Tuesday, it was raining, mm-hmm. and he had a convertible, a Ferrari, a very right. nice car, and the top was down. Top was down. And, just and there were co- no watermarks from that or anything. Like, again, missing all the signs of, hey, was actually out in the sun for a week. Right. Is it, It's a, um, yeah, it's not a perfect case. It, it no, just, it's a pretty sloppy murder. Yeah. It's, but it's also an extremely elaborate murder. Yeah. And a terrible murder. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty clear that Adrian um, isn't bright on anything that isn't wine yeah i mean this is it's inventive at the very least like he had you know he had the foresight to know that his brother had this uh had had scuba gear like in well in his car he 
I feel like it might have been something mentioned. Did he say I'm going scuba diving before the... No, I, I feel like I thought he came from scuba diving oh. when he was... Yeah, when he was hanging out in the office. Oh, I'm pretty he sure he said something about okay. that. I, yeah, I missed it then. Um, yeah, I, I was impressed with the performances. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, this, that's really kind of what keeps this episode going is that no, every, everybody's great. I'm, I'm sorry. Remind me of his name again. I've just been calling him Adrian because I'm... Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasant. Yes. Really wonderful. Really this. great. Like, yep. he, is, he is such a joy to watch, and he is so expressive yes like, i would say that donald pleasance is probably one of the most effect affected actors where the affectations generally work for him oh yeah because he's very breathy and it's very clear he is performing i think all the time but i think that kind of works for this character because yes he's sort of meant to be like a a, a person who has a very high opinion of himself and is putting on yes. an act to impress and he's people. and he's carrying that sort of you know idea that he comes from quality stock and sort of all of these things where like you can immediately slot that sort of performative human yeah. into upper class yeah he very clearly identifies um with his father who was also who had founded the winery right. and like put down a lot of the the more impressive wines that he talks about in the episode is very right very um reverential of of sort of his father and also the work and and that sort of thing He's right very much and about very clearly hates his half brother who is a playboy who likes sports yeah. and athletics and fast cars and has been married three times before he is off to be married a fourth i think one of the smart things that he does as a murderer is not pretend that he liked his brother oh yeah i think that's actually like because right off the bat columbo's like oh you must be pretty broken up and he's like no, no not really nah. yeah and no love lost. Columbo yeah. seems uh, a little taken aback by that, but I think it's it's probably a good tactic because it seems like everyone else is lining up to tell Columbo how much that they didn't get along. So yeah, I, pretending I, that I don't think would. Yeah, I feel like yeah, in this case it would have been real bad form to like poke your contacts and try to fake crying. Yeah, you know, he, be upset. he definitely tries to look upset about it, like a little bit, but not excessively right. he doesn't it's like he's oh not it's terribly and, sad though rending you know, and tearing garments. death is really sad but it's also like oh, okay all right just yeah yeah he says he knew his brother was a daredevil and a risk taker and and he expected this long ago and he's right he's saddened but not surprised of course of course he's not surprised well because he killed him well yeah <laughs> that's how that goes yeah um so uh yeah and so i'm trying to think of where so he dumps him and obviously then, you know, he's... Yes. Like, they, somebody reports it. I think the Coast Guard spots it. And, uh, the, yeah, there's a fish, local fisherman who immediately identifies him because he worked he at, used to work as a waiter, as a waiter at, his at this birthday parties. Birthday yep. And apparently Rick threw real swank big birthday parties. So he knows his exact age and he knows, right. like, convenient, roughly when he but, was born. Yeah. yeah, this is very convenient, but... Uh, for us, I mean. <laughs> for, for the plot. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely... Yeah, uh, accelerates the body identification uh, a little, a little right uh, faster. Yeah, it's it's a um, and then from there we learn uh, we Columbo sort of goes through all the inconsistencies we've already talked about. Right. Um, and then finally we get to sort of the trap scene, which yeah. at the time we don't well, necessarily so, know is the is the trap. Scene. Right. Well, so there's a lot of 
there, there's a lot of stuff in the in the lead up to kind of these final scenes yeah. where uh, Columbo is like demonstrates uh, an interest in learning about wine. Yeah, actually, this is this is a good episode to learn about Columbo because you do learn how fa- like this is a good example of him learning a subject almost to expert level very quickly. very quickly. He just he walks into a store. He meets uh, Punky Brewster's dad, who's doing an outrageously terrible French accent. It is the best oh, accent. Oh. Yeah, I, and now I have. I, <laughs> can I? I don't know if I can get away with that just because I'm part French. Probably. Oh, not. I definitely am not, and yeah. I cannot get away. I don't think yeah. anyone should be no, allowed. No, it is anyone. Sh- no one should be allowed to get away with that I, French accent. L- let me pause. This is like <laughs> the most atrocious sort of like over the top French accent, oh, like yeah. the John Cleese as as a french waiter yeah kind of like this is the sort of thing i the uh the, yeah. f- the french restaurant uh the mm-hmm. accents of the sommelier and the maitre d are also pretty are also kind of over the top yeah. but the the punky brewster's dad is the most yes. over the top and Absolutely. it's it's kind of fantastic just for the like okay <laughs> slow your roll a little i know all of these french people very are in southern california he had, he had that one scene and he was really gonna make the most out of it he sure did he turned down the dialect coach he said nope i got it i have yeah. a perfect flawless french accent <laughs> yeah listen i'm we're done here it's uh i've got this it's wonderful it's so good um so Columbo, uh, but so he he yes. learns basically from this guy and then through sort of his own personal study he basically becomes a wine expert in over the course of this episode yeah well he clearly like because he because he asks a few things of adrian and as he's interviewing people he starts to put those pieces together because there's little details like when adrian comes back from having clocked his brother in the head um and then deflected his secretary who shows up uh who he tries to rush off basically so she doesn't go into his office and accidentally find his unconscious brother on the floor yeah uh he brings back this bottle of wine and and it's a it's a sticking point that Columbo gets at where uh, uh Adrian won't let anybody else decant a wine yeah. because uh it's too important to let someone else decant his wine but in this meeting with these yahoo you know wine snobs he has one of the other guys decant because falcon. his hands are shaking falcon who is played by the guy who played uh macgyver's boss is his name really Falcon? His name, the the name, the character name given in in on IMDb is Falcon. Yeah. Well, he is from Texas. He is from Texas. It's and Texas, I, and his name is Falcon. I've lived in Texas, and I've <laughs> never met a soul named Falcon. Well, that's because you're not hanging out in bougie wine clubs. I guess that's true. <laughs> I wasn't hanging out in bougie wine clubs in the seventies. I, I know. I, it is funny because uh, you learn his name early on when. Uh, Donald Pleasant says, "Like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell this wine to any, you know, Texan idiot who's gonna put it in right. his, uh, you know, put it in his fridge." And the guy's like, well, "I'm from yeah. Texas." And he goes, "Ah, my dear Falcon, you are a connoisseur." Oh my God! Oh, oh he didn't know I, I had didn't... a Donald Pleasant. Uh, no, I just impression. didn't put together that he actually said Falcon at that yeah. point. Yeah. I, I just, I was just fixated on him ass kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, sorry that I got us too off track, but so but he does let he lets Falcon uh, decant the wine, the wine, which is a very uh, expensive mm-hmm. and and uh, old claret, right? Um, and Columbo says, uh, 
you need steady hands to do that, right? And so the implication, which is not stated in the episode, which is why this is a good episode, yeah, it, because this does not come up again, is that is just basically to demonstrate how shaken uh, Adrian was. was, like how exactly. how volatile his emotional state was. But the fact that they don't say that in the episode right. is it's why not, it's a good episode. Right, because it's not explicitly told to us through yeah. exposition. Yeah, it's just... It, yeah, it's the show don't there's tell, a, there's and they a did lot it. Of very, they showed us. There's a lot of very good sort of um, emotional storytelling where you are required to understand that or empathize with characters in the scene and, yes. and understand why they're doing things, which is is very good. Um, Karen is very interesting as mm-hmm. well. Karen is the, is the secretary. Assistant. Yeah, no. um, she is very clearly in love with Adrian. That's apparent immediately. Oh yeah. From the get from the get go, she uh, that she's been his sec- secretary or assistant or whatever for thirty years. Something twelve like? years, 12? I thought it oh, was. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's twelve. Okay, it seems like it should be longer because they're both they're both older. So it they're just... both pretty old. Oh, hey, I mean, you can fall in love with I, someone. 12, and twelve right, years right. is still a long time, but it's it a very long time it to work seem in the like, same place. Yeah, exactly. I think at one point she says twelve year, year yes, yeah, however many years at seven hundred dollars a month. So she took takes home at a at a what would be considered a very nice job. She's taking home eighty four hundred dollars a, a year, year, which is not a lot. Well, I mean, at the time, at the time it still was not amazing. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't amazing. Though. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know. It it's one of those things where it's like, oh, does that line up with uh, when Columbo's on the tour of the. Uh, uh, of the place when he, yeah. when the guy basically says, "Oh well, you know, uh, it's it's a basically it's a great place to work because uh, he pays better than anybody else for the same work." Right. And it's like, oh, so I guess maybe that's better than she could have hoped to have at one of the other uh, vineyards. Yeah, I, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's it's again. It's hard to tell exactly how, uh, you know how good that is <laughs> depending on uh right on numbers that i don't really understand oh you so. be, yeah like inflation from yeah, wherever exactly. that was in the 70s um but anyway so uh so yeah so colombo gets a tremendous amount of uh knowledge on the wines and and obviously uh adrian adrian shows him like the seller as he's kind of pumping adrian for information about wines and obviously about himself at the same time forty four thousand dollars that's still not very. That's not great. It's not. It's not great. It's not that great. It's, a, it's that's like middle class, like lower middle class wages. It's not amazing. Yeah, it's not great. Um, it's not great. <laughs> but uh, yes, like it's a good. It's a good salary. It's a good starting salary. Yeah, but not after twelve years. No, not after twelve years. <laughs> yeah, bad. after twelve years of that assistant should be higher. to to a prestigious winery. Right. To the that supposedly ostensibly the, very very good wages. It's right. not great. Ostensibly the president of that winery. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, he's giving, he's showing Columbo his wine cellar, um, Columbo. Right. And part of that is so that we understand what the device is that right. he switched off. Maybe, you know, maybe we're not like as an audience, not as familiar as, Hey, maybe <laughs> we don't all own private wine cellars that have in, our, really, in our office that have a really cool, um, secret passage yeah. essentially. Yeah, he's no, got, it's just the got best. wood panels, and he taps on them. They open up into this uh, secret passage into his secret yep. wine dungeon. It's really a dungeon. It's a wine dungeon. It's very, it's very, it's got um, stone 
doors and 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 stone walls and it looks very dungeony except for right. the uh, air conditioner unit, the I conspicuous mean, air conditioner I'm, unit. I'm sure it got used for other things. It's a, <laughs> it's a very lovely soundstage. Um, no, but... Uh, That's true. Yeah, but, I'm sure Kirk's been uh, chained up in there at one point or another. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shirtless, of course. Oh, yeah. Bring, always bringing uh, it back uh, to Star Trek. Shirtless and oiled. <laughs> well, he's always oiled. That's just a general true statement about William Shatner. Listen, that's a skin condition. That's just Shatner in that's, the 1970s. Yeah. He was constantly covered in baby oil. You just couldn't get him. You just couldn't scrub him clean. Uh, so <laughs> this. So he mm, shows him. He shows him the mm. wine cellar. He also shows him it uh, to prove that it'd be easy to get out of. Right. That you does, can't. You be can't lo- lock someone in there. Um, if you, you know, you if someone was trapped in there, you can't lock yourself in. Is what he, is is what they say. It's never a oh you can't lock like it's suggested well, like saying, oh you can't. Couldn't someone get trapped in here? Right. Essentially. And um, right, which is different from what Adrian basically tells him, which is, oh, you you can't lock yourself in here. Right. All the locks are on the outside. Yeah. Which is also the like, whoops, you just told the cop, hey, the only way someone could get trapped in here is if someone trapped them in here. Um, but you can't, according to him. You cannot trap someone. No, I'm telling you, he explicitly said, you can't trap yourself in here. You can't get trapped in here because the locks are on the outside. Right. But you can't lock it. No, the, the from you can't lock it from the inside it. No, is what you, he's no, saying. No, no, no. I'm telling you, man. No, you, we just you, watched this. Even if you lock, <laughs> even if you lock the outside, you can still get out. Yes, because I, you, you just push it open. Well, that's what he's suggesting. No, no, he, no. But, I'm saying that it has a quick release. That's why he tied the guy up. He tied him up so that he couldn't reach the quick release. Because if he could get to that, that's why he tied him in such a weird, awkward way where he couldn't like stand or or like rotate his body or like inchworm his way over to the door it's because there's like a quick release but he would not be tied up they didn't show the exact mechanism but that's why he's tied up is because i think what he was saying is that you cannot be locked you can't even be locked inside here i'm going to close the door lock it and show you that you can't be locked in here if i'm wrong then i'm wrong but i believe what he's saying is that it is not possible to lock a person inside here we'll leave it to the audience because I because you either way, right, right. Either we way both are has, forgetting bits of that. Either scene. way, it has the same effect. Right, essentially, a person cannot get accidentally locked in here. Correct. They um, can get intentionally locked in. Theoretically, if they're hogtied. <laughs> yes or no, depending on which of us is right. Um, please. No, no, no. If they're hogtied, if they're hogtied, then that's yeah, my, that's my point. I, I was trying to move us away. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. So. Um, we also learn that uh, it recently, we learned about the rain, and we also learn about there was a heat wave. This is actually an interesting scene because Columbo leaves the cellar, cellar to go call his wife, and this is probably the first, not, I, I wouldn't say it's 100% concrete, but this is probably the closest we have to definitive evidence that Mrs. Columbo exists. Correct. Because he talks to her on the phone, and she gives him things to pick up from the grocery store. Yeah. So either he is talking to his wife or he's talking to a roommate or whatever, but I, no, don't, I, I, I think it's safe to assume based I'm, on his tone of voice that he is talking to his wife. I'm going to go with Mrs. Columbo. Mrs. Is Columbo is real. We have now definitively proved it, I believe. I, there's enough there's circumstantial enough evidence that I am satisfied. That we can, yes, we can assume a Mrs. Columbo and child, according to this one. Right. 
Because they couldn't find a babysitter. They couldn't get a babysitter because oh. their regular babysitter is studying for a test and all those other kids are at the dang rock, rock concert. concert. You know how it is. That rock concert. Aww. Yeah. It is, I think it is kind of a funny little dig because he, he does say to Donald Pleasance and Karen, he says, you know how it is with children. Mm. And of course, neither one of them is. Right. So it's yeah. kind of, it's kind it's of a, a weird, fuck you. Yeah, it's a weird little fuck you. Um, but let's... Uh, so let's back up a little and sure. just wrap up that thing so we can... Uh, <laughs> so we can wrap up the whole thing? No, no. Just I was just thinking about the general kind of plot yeah. breakdown because we've gone all over the place in the middle of it. Yeah, which is conversation. That's the whole normal, podcast. It's normally... Yeah, yeah, it's what we do. It's what we do. But so uh, Columbo asks uh, Karen about Sunday, and that's kind of one of the last things. And, and I think he kind of is sussed out that she cares for Adrian. Yes. Um, but uh, asks her about Rick... Uh, being at the office asks about him leaving and and she she tries to play off basically the security guard saying he never saw him leave she says that she saw rick arrive and she saw him leave which we as an audience know she didn't right she didn't see him leave because he didn't leave so (laughs) yeah he was still in the cellar right so we know why she's lying uh or we know that she's lying um and, and then she throws shade on the security guard when Columbo says, well, the security guard says he never saw him leave. Right. And she she's says, like, well, well he's, he's a fucking drunk. He's a drunk. He's a drunk. <laughs> it's a really kind of mean thing to say about your security guard, even if it's true. I mean, she's already covering up a murder at this point. You know, that's not. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, it's not well, the, it's yeah. not the meanest thing she's doing in that exact right. moment. But so so through after this, basically, Columbo apologizes and then he uses her phone and calls Adrian to apologize for and basically says can i make it up to you by taking you both out to dinner takes them to this very fancy french right. restaurant says you pick the place that should be the best restaurant in town i'll pick up the tab blah, sure blah, blah, blah. um it's a it's a great it's a really great scene they have this like wonderful dinner in mm-hmm. the restaurant colombo arrives first and gets a table and is immediately seated next to the kitchen, the kitchen. because of course he is he's Columbo. but he also yeah he asks for the sommelier basically yes. to set up his trap which we still don't actually know we just know that he asked for the sommelier yes um and then uh the uh the adrian and his Karen, Karen, Adrian, and his Karen, who have sort of like tra- they've sort of transitioned. He said, "Oh, you don't have to call me Mr. Carcini. Please call me Adrian." And yeah, so they've just for of, tonight. Like it's this sort of like they're it's a little flirty. It's a little yeah, yeah. That's very clear that he has fondness for her it, at that moment. Right. Yeah. That he's starting to sort of realize that he now that he's free of his brother, he can sort of loosen up and maybe enjoy life a little more. Right. Um. They get to the, uh, they get to the restaurant. And have by all accounts a very lovely dinner, and yeah. then although Col- first, I, I knew you were getting to this. We just <laughs> got off the site. Was well, Columbo's seated in front of the kitchen, and so when Adrian shows up, he he flips out. out. Yes. he rages at the restaurant. Yeah, something that's very well established. Other than obviously the murder, um, mm-hmm. but it is very well established that he is very intolerant of people who don't share his sort of values as far as eating and and appreciating wine he likes things his level of taste exactly he likes things a very specific way and he cannot abide anyone who is not on the same level just like me (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh shit am i really that bad uh anyway so they at the end of the (laughs) no at the end of dinner uh the colombo orders a 45 port 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this very uh, specific, very specific, very rare port very that Adrian port. says, I am almost certain he does not have a bottle of it. Right. Um, but surprise, they do. Mm. Adrian, uh, everyone takes a sip, says, oh, this is lovely. Le, you know, well, Columbo Columbo's likes like, it. oh, this is um, lovely. Uh, Karen also yeah. really enjoys it. Adrian takes a drink and f- fucking flips out. Yep. He's so mad. Um, he says, you know, this wine has been subjected to degrees uh, in excess of 150 and it's oxidized and yes. yeah yeah he and it's like he ruined goes, it's terrible and uh you know uh, the maitre d and the um the wine steward both say yeah. like oh i'm sorry sir you know you won't have to pay for your meal and they leave um colombo still slips them some money <laughs> he does right. and then runs and, out yeah and there's look yeah. they're just some wonderful uh uh fake french Oh, yeah, yeah. There's this wonderful bit where yes, from a, a after everyone else has left, the <laughs> sommelier and, and, and the host uh, both take a sip from the wine, and they both do the same, like, yes, simultaneously. Please don't yeah. do it again. No. I, That's I it. That's it. it. Don't, no, no, no. Don't do um, it again. That's too many times already. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, it's very. It's a very funny moment. It's a really nice It's wonderful. Um, and uh, Columbo says, you know, I couldn't even tell uh, that the wine was ruined Mm. um it's probably from this hot streak we had a couple days ago where the weather got up to over 110 degrees and uh you know uh, i all of my beer was ruined because it was in the you know it was in the ice box and my ice box broken yep um this immediately leads adrian to going adrian well first of all adrian uh learns that karen has lied for him right and he immediately cools on her as a person yeah and 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 Columbo Columbo's the one who slips that one in and kind of slips the wedge in. Yeah. And and Karen says basically, No, I've lied for you now. I'm in, in yeah. for a penny, in for, in for a pound. pound. Yeah. Like, we're partners we're now. We're partners and you're gonna You're gonna marry me. You're gonna marry me, or at the very least, you're gonna make me a lot more comfortable than I am at that's where right. we learned seven hundred. Right. That's where we learn uh, oh you're not actually paying very well. You're kind of a shit boss. Yeah. Um, so she, she sort of blackmails him and right. it looks like we're going into secondary murder thing, but fortunately, I really, it really thought it seemed was. like we were, but, but that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, because he's in such a rush to he's basically get back. hide his, he's got to get back. Wines. He takes all the wine, all of the wine yep. in his entire cellar out, puts it in, uh, the, uh, baskets and just starts chucking it into the ocean. <laughs> Can I just take a moment yes. and point out that this is. This is probably one of the sweetest, like, just desserts for a murderer <laughs> That's true. that I have seen in any episode so far, because yeah. it is his fault yeah. that he lost he what is every, probably everything. millions of dollars in vintage wine. I mean, we see him pay $5,000 for, for a single wine. bottle, who prob- However, probably looking at around a, a, a half million dollars in wine. Definitely. I mean, at least. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it sort of depends on how much is... Ri- but anyway. Yeah. But just the... I love the idea that he ruined his own wine. Yeah. And then he has to chuck it all in the ocean, basically yeah. to prevent it from being tested and, and proven that it's, right. that it's bad. And of course, he comes back to his car and Columbo's waiting Sitting for there him. holding a bottle of wine saying, mm-hmm. oh, it must be really be killing you to have to destroy this. And he tells him that, uh, yeah, there was this uh, heat wave and... Uh, Yep, 
yeah. he figured well, it out. Well, yeah, because initially, that, he like, when he sees Columbo, and Columbo's like, oh, you know, it must kill you to throw away these expensive wines, and he, like, reads off a label, and he tries to downplay it, like, just because it's a fancy label doesn't mean it's actually any good. And yeah, and Columbo's like, just like, no, man. Yeah, on. buddy. <laughs> no, on. I got you. Uh, like, even even if even if you didn't do something, you're still in trouble for throwing wine into the ocean. That's not legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still a lot of literature. At the very least, I'm going to write you a ticket right. for this. Oh, you love wine more than anything else, but you just destroyed all of your wine. You're just hmm. chucking wine bottles into the ocean. Yeah. Not, that's not legal. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Columbo tells him that the wine at dinner was actually one of his bottles that Columbo had mm-hmm. stolen, which also, that's not legal. Yeah, also, that's super not. I, as he evidence, apologizes for as it, As evidence, inadmissible. Is, I don't think that's admissible. Yeah. Um, well, the he, rest of the bottles in there, the car are, though. There's a, I mean, this would be a hard one to prove, essentially, oh, yeah. in court without you know having the guy. Listen, this is TV court. I mean, he essentially... Which is to say, it's fake TV court that we never actually see. He does actually admit to the crime, which might be admissible. Again, I'm not a lawyer. Um, neither of us are lawyers. See, um, Mac, I think this is how Law & Order got started. <laughs> possibly. They watched a bunch of Columbo and went, that wouldn't hold up in court. Hey, I have an idea. Hey, let's just do that as a show. Perfect. Um, so Columbo reveals that the, it was his wine at dinner... And he says, well, I'm probably one of the only people in the world who could have told you that uh, the wine had been ruined in that way. Hoisted by your own petard. in every single way, this dude has basically... uh, Done himself in. Done himself in. For being too much of a snobby... It's pretty great. You know, it's a study in hubris. Columbo very clearly likes him Mm. uh, for some reason. (laughs) Well, I think... I I mean, this is a thing that, honestly, I was thinking about because uh, I, I got... I got a little misty uh, at the end of this episode really? uh, because of how kind Columbo was being to this guy. Because um, it's like, I mean, yeah, they're all murderers. I don't. They're all terrible people. He was he was really kind to him because he drove him back and he gave him he gave a him a nice, dessert wine, a nice bottle of dessert wine. Yeah, and gave him a moment to enjoy it. Also, hey, 1970s, they're just going to drive to the police station with an open bottle of wine in the car? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, well, hey. well, well, the suspect in custody is well, Columbo, chugging the wine. Columbo drinks wine and also, apparently? Yeah. I, hey, 1970s, what's up? Yep. Drinking wine, smoking a stogie while driving his car. It's the best of all worlds. Yep, just back to the police station no, to but, turn himself in, I think. But really, it was, it was um, kind of a lovely moment. It is. I don't... I'm not particularly sympathetic to this person. Oh, no, don't mistake me. It's not about me feeling for this guy this going, just you had a... pure, pure murder, pro-murder propaganda from Ben Swallow. Again, yet again, Ben comes down on the side of murderers. Mac, don't make me murder you. Hey, I have that one on tape. No, you don't. No, I do. No, We're you recording. Don't. No. It's going to be in the podcast. Not if I take it out you... before I give you the episode to edit. Well, that would be, make a very confusing part of this episode. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see who no, has final but, edit. But in all seriousness, it, it's it's about Columbo. It's yeah. about it's That's about true. him showing mercy, not yeah. about whether or not the person deserves the mercy that he is showing them. Yeah, I suppose. Adrian's a complete asshole. Yeah. And I don't really, like, he's a fun character, but he is not a person I am rooting for in any way, shape, or form. But mm. knowing his whole life is over. Yeah. 
and seeing Columbo take that moment to give him this thing before he spends the rest of his life in prison, or I don't know, uh, did they do the death penalty in California in the 70s? I certainly have no idea. Yeah. Um, but uh, We th- should probably check on that, I guess, <laughs> just for Whatever. reference. Yeah, uh, probably they had the gas chamber. You know, that's the kind oh. of the horrible thing. Yeah. I mean, they still okay. do that. They still do that to do, to this day. Yeah, yeah, okay. In some places. I'm sorry I asked. Yeah, um, yeah it was a lot. It was not that any, any uh, you know, corporal punishment is... Uh, no, I is just humane, would, but but they were not. But, they were even less in the, concerned in the 1970s, right? Um, so yeah, I I suppose I don't. I just don't find. I, I it doesn't do much for me. That's I, fair. I, I I like this episode, and I do think it's it is a a good way to sort of cap it off. But at the same time, I also. Uh, feel like this you, guy doesn't deserve it. You just wanted Columbo to like hit his head on the door when pushing him into the car. No, I don't want that. Okay. But I, at the same time, it's like I feel like you're gonna g- give this guy a dessert wine after you caught him murdering people. Like I don't know, it's a little weird. Caught him murdering people and got him to throw all of his precious wine into the ocean. <laughs> like it's not like Columbo didn't, you know. Oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> he, deserved, he did. I'm not he 100% disagreeing. did. I'm not disagreeing. And it wasn't you. like it probably wasn't even that all that wine was ruined. I'm sure some of it was was fine. Oh, well, it would it, be drinkable by but, someone else, by but not anyone him. but him, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I think that's gonna do it. Unless you had any, do you have? Is there any clothing stuff? We didn't talk about clothing stuff at all. No, we were still getting through the the breakdown because oh my god, there's, there's a lot there's of a lot clothing of... in this episode. So. <laughs> Okay. Buckle up or take a nap. Pause uh, or fast forward, I guess. Yeah. Any of those things. Um, No, it's a really, it's a really interesting episode for, uh, for some goodbye, Mac. I'm still listening. Um, I just, my ears hurt from the headphones. (laughs) 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 I know. I realize it's a weird thing to do in the middle of your thing, but my ears hurt. No, I get it. Message is loud and clear. (laughs) Um, No. So there are only, there's, probably one or two outfits that I want to specifically call out but I will say this is a this is an episode where we're seeing like the height of kind of uh 70s impact on the on the suit in a lot of ways sure um where like the lapels have swelled to the point that they're hitting the shoulders um and then the waists are still really nipped in on them uh, but they still have a very structured, hard shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you're, it's okay. I'm, no, I'm sorry. If you need to fall asleep, <laughs> I'm trying, you can, I'm it's trying right. just to follow you. It's no, no, just, no. I don't, I don't know the terminology. It's okay if you don't care about <laughs> it, really. Trust me, I got this for both of us. Okay, you go. Go on. Um, but go so, off, girl. So there's a lot of that, and um, there's also a lot... Uh, you'll see a lot of collar gap where the jackets don't actually fit properly around the person. In fact, you see a ton of it on Adrian. Uh, that's, where, a, that's a style? No. That's a specific style? No, it's a just... flaw in the fit. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, but he, he wears a lot of um, really... Uh, they did a great job with him because it you can... Like, his costuming really conveys how highly he thinks of himself and mm-hmm. his opinion. And, like, when they go to the wine auction and he is in black tie, he has, like, ruffled sleeves on mm. his shirt, mm. which is, oh, really horrible. Um, but uh, everybody's wearing these gigantic, like, back wing ties. He's got yeah. a velvet bow tie with his tuxedo. That's a um, good. That's a good scene because it also shows that he's 
just kind of he he's very char- he's very wine charming yes he's very charming to people who love wine <laughs> right and that's about it yeah um but yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot of wild stuff like that like there are, um there's some really fascinating stuff with you know his wine buddies that he's hanging out with at the beginning um uh there's uh let me think uh so uh karen uh wears uh, on both plain scenes like yeah. two and back uh this uh cream like boucle suit yeah can we talk about that plane for a second though oh my god can we talk about it's the an, electric piano on insane. that plane? so there's like a there's like a electric piano mm-hmm. um with a woman playing it well like three creepy old wine no, it's, dudes it's or, the, the no wine, i know yeah the wine dudes it's still kind of creepy they're that all, she's a young woman and these they're and all these just dudes. kind of hanging out listening to her thing but there's a spiral staircase in the yep. center of room because it, it was back when they had those double decker planes yep. so there's like a lounge it's very it's ridiculous it's surreal to me <laughs> to think that is how people flew at one point yeah because that is not my experience and this was a not plane. a private plane this was a commercial no. plane yep. this is just the way it was back then yeah they did not pack everyone into every single spaces they had like weird open areas it's yeah insane it, it's almost like yeah. It's almost like it was better then. <laughs> like it was so much better. I mean, people could also smoke in the cabinet, so or cabin. So maybe not as But the air quality yeah. was actually better. Yeah, cuz they had to pump fresh air in constantly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Thanks QI. Um, um Oh, so uh there's a um I sorry, I highlighted this. I'm still going to talk to you about um okay. So there's there's a three-piece suit that Adrian wears that is like a salt and pepper. mm mm-hmm. Mhm kind of mixed uh and then the seams on the lapels are swelled like they're stitched so that they kind of are you know are are bigger are pronounced um and uh like and it stuck it stuck out because i i like the fabric of the suit and then um and then also uh because his uh knit ties this like really chunky brown knit um that was really great um, and then the other thing that I have to talk about, um, other than like, there's a lot of wild stuff that is definitively seventies everywhere hmm. is, um, uh, I have forgotten her name, but Rick's fiance, the party. Yeah. There's like a party, at, you know, by the riverside, uh, where people are awkwardly dancing. Yes. This is before, uh, this is, this when is when Colombo goes to tell her, he's going to notify her that her, uh, her fiance has is. been found and he is no longer alive. Yep. Um, and it's interesting because when he tells her, uh, we don't have any audio other than the music. It's good. It's, it's, it's a nice it's touch. It's well directed. I and think. then it fades yeah. into the conversation. Because you understand what's happening. You don't, yeah. need, you don't need it. But um, but so uh, at the table with her is a mustache friend. Yes. Uh, she has. Who is, wearing, uh, who is wearing trousers that are like plaid, I think. <laughs> and, striped, yeah. And no shirt. Yeah. And, a, and a, like a cardigan. Yeah, like uh, tied around tied his, neck. Around his yeah. neck. Oh, it's horrible. It's and then there's the like his later. Yeah, basically, I I just had to write <laughs> it down because like then the next time that we see him when he's like hanging out with her, it's like his outfit has somehow gotten even worse. <laughs> um, he's a yeah. He's a he's a weird looking or he's yeah. got a, a weird scene going on. Yeah, he's he's awful. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. About that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I don't have. Um, a ton of I like a ton of other notes because I'll just get into the weeds. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, Mac, I'm done. Oh, we, are we you? Can, yeah. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I went somewhere. Yeah, I know. It was fun. It's all right. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. You're not the only one. Not everybody <laughs> wants to hear about this shit. People love it. People love the, the, the costume stuff. I mean, it's really, there's a lot, there's a lot in this one that's really mm-hmm. great. At the, I did actually make a note about this. Uh-oh. Uh, at the, like, dinner before the auction. Yeah. There is a lady wearing this amazing floral suit. Like, oh, it's this sure. very big print floral suit. Yeah. It's, it's real good. It looks like she's wearing a couch, basically. Uh, I don't know. A ba- like a bad couch. I mean, it, no, that's, I it, like looks, like print, a pul- but... it looks like upholstery to me. It doesn't look like a suit. All right. That's just, look, hey, I'm not an expert. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, fuck. You walked right into that. Um, so is that going to do it? I think that'll do it then. <laughs> uh, I guess that's it. I guess that'll do I it. I don't yeah. really have a I, lot we're, more to we're, add. We're, we're da- coming dangerously close to our to our promise to never run longer than Columbo itself. All right, well, let's wrap this shit yeah, let's up. Let's do it then. Um, uh, it's a great episode. It's a really good episode. It's a great villain. It's yep. really well written. It's really well directed. Well acted. Everybody in it is wonderful. Fantastic performances. It doesn't. It has a couple plot uh, plot hole or or sort of continuity stuff that that I'm willing to let slide let because it slide, 70s it's nitpicky and yeah this also is, this ba- is still yeah. the age of no blood like obviously also right. if he was it's on if television he was alive and alone in his clothes for a couple days right. in a locked room the smell of that room would be nightmarish when the guy came back unbearable um, and they don't really address that yeah but again but like let's, it's fine yeah. we don't need to go into seven la- you know seven seven the film seven not Please seven no. levels Please uh, no. of uh you know of detail as far as what it would actually yeah. be Let, like. let's not do we're that. good um yeah so that's gonna do it uh this has been columboys i'm mac i'm ben and uh just one more thing yeah do i make you horny baby it's back i'm bringing uh, it back no i'm bringing it back no yes absolutely not it's happening no goodbye no i Columboys is hosted by Mac Johnson and Ben Swallow. You can follow them on Twitter at MacJ and at DandyGeek. The Columboys theme is by Seth Boyer. For more information about this and other great Waffle Media projects, you can go to waffle.media. Thanks for listening.